Hello, and thank you for choosing the first installment of our six-part podcast series entitled The ABCs of the LOAs, or more precisely, the ABCs of the L, leave, O, of, A, absences. The first segment in our ABCs of LOA series takes us through the convoluted world of employment law's four-letter word, FMLA. There, I said it. I know some of you may want to cover your ears at this point after hearing such a shocking term. But trust us, we will hopefully change your mind about this four-letter word, FMLA, at the conclusion of this podcast. Let's jump right into unwrapping the many layers of what is the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act. First, the FMLA is a federal law that provides up to 12 weeks of job-protected, unpaid leave from work. However, military caregivers are entitled to up to 26 weeks of leave in a single 12-month period. Well, that was the first curveball. The second curveball is that the FMLA applies to all private sector employers with 50 or more employees, except that the FMLA applies to schools, both private and public ones, regardless of the number of employees. But the FMLA and its 12-week entitlement are not just for anybody who wants to take a three-month hiatus from work. If that were the case, I envision the occupancy rate in Hawaii timeshare properties skyrocketing. No, there are only a limited number of circumstances or qualifying reasons that entitle an eligible employee to take time off from work pursuant to the FMLA. There are generally only four qualifying reasons for permissible time off under the FMLA. One, for baby bonding, adoption, or foster care placement. Two, caring for a family member with a serious health condition. Three, an employee's own serious health condition. And four, military caregivers leave. Another important quote-unquote basic aspect under this law is that the 12 weeks that eligible employees are entitled to is that the time does not have to be taken all at once. Indeed, generally speaking, leave can be taken either continuously or on an intermittent basis. Although admittedly, as an employer, providing FMLA leave on an intermittent basis can be one of the most challenging aspects of this entire law. However, one of the most important rights afforded employees under this law is the right of reinstatement following an FMLA leave of absence. Once time off taken that is designated as FMLA has concluded, the employee is entitled to be restored to the same job or an equivalent job, which pretty much means reinstatement to an identical job in the eyes of the law. In other words, the employee is entitled to equivalent pay as well as increases eligibility and equivalent benefits and promotion status within the company, for example. Of course, though, an employer does not have to tolerate employee misconduct, policy violations, performance deficiencies, and the like simply because an employee has exercised his or her right under the Family and Medical Leave Act. The same is true if an employee would have been selected as part of a company-wide layoff to have his position eliminated. Being on a leave of absence does not protect an employee from such legitimate, unrelated business decisions. Nonetheless, an employer must still tread carefully when dealing with employees on FMLA. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and check out our other segments of this podcast series for more information on the employer's rights and obligations when it comes to a variety of leaves of absence laws and policies.